Welcome to the Eat Local CNY podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale. And in this week's episode, my guest is the owner of the ice cream stand, the person over at the November Project. Her name is Amanda Hughes, and she's awesome. Well, this week's sponsor for our podcast is Sriracha Q's. That's right, Sriracha Q's hot sauce. Listen, I don't like hot sauce until I tried Sriracha Q's. That's right. I've said it before, but in serious, all, all seriousness, I don't like hot foods. I just don't. Especially if I'm out in public. Like, I don't like messy foods when I'm out in public either. I don't, I won't ever order ribs at a restaurant because I'm not going to sit there and then get barbecue sauce on my face. I'll eat them at home uh, at a friend's house if they cook something like that. But I won't do the same thing for hot food, spicy food, because I don't want to sit in a restaurant drawing attention to myself because I'm crying and asking for a glass of milk. And I just typically am not a hot sauce person in general. But when Sriracha Q started sponsoring the podcast, I got a bottle of the Recess Coffee one and started using it at home, and it's amazing. And if you follow us on Instagram, you know I've been putting it on like avocado toast and eggs and potatoes and I put it on pizza at house and all this kind of stuff and it's great so anyways Mike has this ginger reaper it's their hottest sauce and it's freaking blazing hot I wanted to do a video where I tried it and uh to see what would the you know what would happen so I invited my friend Justin down from uh, the Snack Down podcast, which is one of my top five favorite podcasts ever. And uh, anyway, so we got some wings from Franco's Pizza and tried four sauces. We tried the Cucumber Gin with 1911, the Empire Beer, the Honey Cayenne, and then the Ginger Reaper, which is the blazing one. And the Ginger Reaper burned our mouths off. Uh, I don't recommend it unless you're that type of a person. Um but I got to say the ginger, the cucumber gin, the empire beer, the honey cayenne, the recess, they're, most of these hot sauces that he makes are, they have a little bit of heat to them, which is actually kind of nice to put that on like avocado toast and on your eggs and your pizza, but they have so much flavor in them. So go buy a bottle of Sriracha Q's hot sauce. My favorites are the Cucumber Gin, the Empire Beer, the Recess Coffee, and the Maple Ghost. Um, so go buy a bottle of hot sauce at srirachacues.com. That's S-Y-R-A-C-H-A-C-U-S-E.com. Rebecca and I know we've bought two people's gifts, and it's the monthly subscription for Sriracha Cues. It's a little over 200 bucks, and every single month, Mike at Sriracha Cues is going to mail these people a bottle of his hot sauce for us. It's going to be a gift from us, and we already know we're buying two. So I'd go over and get yours because it's such, you know, uh, listen, Christmas gifts is also a little bit selfish, and I kind of like the fact that every month for a year, someone's going to get a box in the mail from me uh, that's a gift for them, and they're going to think of me. And so <laughs> we've already bought them for two, or we're going to buy them for two, and so... Yeah, go over to srirachacues.com, get yourself a bottle or get somebody a gift because it's, it's some great stuff. Well, that's all I got for the beginning of the episode plugs. Stay tuned towards the end and listen to the other ones or skip past it after the interview. It's up to you. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Amanda Hughes. <laughs> 
Um, so we're sitting here with Amanda Hughes. Hello. Hey, welcome to the Eat Local CNY podcast. Thanks for having me. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been fun doing these. Um, I've had a lot of different people on. Uh, everybody's in like food somehow. Sure. Uh, in the area. Oh, I did try to get Jason Alexander you know, the actor when he was in town. Oh my gosh, that's a big ass. <laughs> I tweeted him like it's probably a dozen times um, and kept asking him to be on and he never responded or anything like that. I mean, ah, that's he, a bummer. Yeah, I know. Um, but I think that'd be fun, you know. To, Definitely. I mean, we have those people that are like coming to town. So I was going to say there are a lot of people uh, passing through um, and staying now. Uh, yeah. So. That would be really cool to pull some of those yeah. uh, voices in. Yeah. There's a lot of actors. Um, we had, you know, Vince Vaughn was in town for... Exactly. Yep. And uh, he, so I, we did, Kubal did like the downtown coffee break, like downtown employee appreciation. Right. Yes. And so we were at the Hotel Syracuse Cafe, like getting everything ready super early in the morning. And I like turned and saw out of the corner of my eye, it was Vince Vaughn. And he was you like, can't miss him. Yeah, I mean. right. He was getting a coffee, and like, I like turned and saw him, and then like turned back around to do what I was doing, and <laughs> I'm like, "That's Vince Vaughn." I was like, "I really want to get my picture taken and with then Vince what Vaughn." Do you do? <laughs> right, but it's also seven in the morning, and he looked disheveled, and I'm like, I, "I can't be like he's still a human being, you know?" Sure, yeah. I can't be like I've seen all your movies, and my brothers would think it's so cool <laughs> if I get my picture taken with you. <laughs> Too early to be super fan, yeah, right? Right. So I turned around and as I was walking past, I said, Hey man, how's it going? And he was like, Hey, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. The way to exercise such restraint. Yeah. I'm, it was, I'm it was impressed. Yeah. It was pretty pathetic actually, <laughs> but you know, whatever. So I think it's interesting. People never know, uh, how they're going to react, you know, when they yeah. see people. Um, I think sometimes you feel like you need to mm-hmm. do that, even though you might not want to, you kind of feel like, Oh geez. I, I have to right. go over and say hi, or I, I have to ask for a picture. It's my one opportunity. Yeah. When am I ever going to see Vince Vaughn again in Syracuse, right? <laughs> maybe maybe more often than you think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We I, had uh, front row seats for some of the, you know, filming yeah. at, the, at the ice cream stand. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. What do you think, uh, you know, because like, I mean, what am I going to do? Like walk around, like I wear a hat with the logo on it all the time. But um, I always like. What am I going to do? Walk up to Vince Vaughn. Hey, I'm a, like a big local podcaster. Like, <laughs> well, my, you could. My mom and four other people listen to this. <laughs> Would you want to be on my podcast? You know. Well, now my mom and well, some other people yeah. are. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I don't. You know, I, I suck at self promotion. You know, so um, although a lot of people would disagree with that, but I feel like I yes, suck I at, would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I see. I just think I'm annoying when I do stuff. I don't think I'm like, you know, um, like we just had our party and if I had to do one more swipe up and buy your tickets for our eat local party <laughs> Instagram story, I was going to shoot myself. And, <laughs> that can be rough. Yeah. yeah. How do you deal with like, do you ever like struggle with um, promoting? Yeah, it is, um, difficult at times to, you know, step up. Uh, I think it's, easier for the business because it's this separate entity. Um, I feel like I ask people to do a lot (laughs) in the community for, for different things. And uh, I'm very grateful that 
they uh, choose to, you know, participate and show support in so many ways. But it it is something that I'm always learning how to do and how to be better at because I don't think it's easy for anyone to put themselves out there like that and, mm-hmm. you know, sell. Um, so what I do is just obviously try and have a a chill conversation and just be me. I mean, yeah. I try to be as transparent and authentic as I can. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you gotta be real with people. They can, <laughs> they can Listen, smell BS. Listen, I just come and buy this ice cream. Okay. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I feel, I felt bad recently cause, uh, Rebecca, her friends, all of them came to the party we had and I'm just the kind of person, if I know you, I just like, I want you to like, it's like, you know, I want there to be a benefit to knowing me, I guess, besides just knowing me. <laughs> That's and the so, benefit. Yeah, See? I suppose. <laughs> no extras needed. Yeah, nothing. no, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like there should be extras. Um, <laughs> like case in point, I went into, so every Friday I buy donuts at Glazed and Confused for my coworkers. And then I go to Sweet Praxis and get a gluten-free muffin for another coworker. That's awesome. And I post about it every Friday. And, um, they did the, Paul did his like cannoli filled donut and I got there super early cause I knew there would be a line <laughs> and I typically don't try to like call in a favor or anything, but for some reason I just like walked in at like six forty that day and they don't open till seven. And Paul was like, you know, I'm going to let you do this and I've got your donuts. Like they have six donuts ready for me every Friday now. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. And it, it, uh, he was like, I wouldn't do this for anybody else. I just want you to know that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, thanks. Paul. You know, and like, that's the kind of stuff. Exactly. But he's so great. Yeah. You is. know, he Paul's would, awesome. yeah. you know, he would right. not to take anything away from you, but, no, right. but Paul it's, would it's do funny. That. He yeah. says that cause he, he really would do yes. that for anyone. I know he he's, would. Yeah. He's awesome. He's so supportive. It's fun being, uh, I say neighbors, you know, yeah. uh, right. just down the, down the street. Yeah. Cause they're always doing, uh, doing fun things. And yeah. it's, it's funny because some people will venture down there and they'll be closed for the day. So then they, they come and get ice cream instead. Oh, so we're awesome. happy about that. Yeah, that's great. Um, but Rebecca's friends bought tickets and immediately in my head, I'm like, oh, I should like just refund their mo-. Like they're our friends. I should just give them stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, I have to learn to not do that. Yeah, that's exactly. Kind of, I didn't do it. So, you know, they still paid to show up. But <laughs> there was a part of me was like, but you're our friend. You should have paid to be here. But yeah, well, there's a, a value and, uh, you know, you need to make sure that yeah. you get what you're worth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest lesson. I think it's not yeah. so much promoting uh, yourself right. or what you're doing. It's making sure that you understand mm-hmm. uh, the value that you actually are bringing. And, and the toughest yeah. part is, is sometimes associating um, or attaching a, a dollar right. amount to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you just need to own it and believe it. And, um, you know, if it lines up with other people, then they will, yeah. they will get on board. And if not, you know, then they've got a different system, but you can't, you yeah. can't worry too much about that. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not selling like, you know, get your five friends to get their five friends, you know, <laughs> some like pyramid thing. So yeah, exactly. it is a business. They get something from right, it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have November project, you have the ice cream stand, Right. Uh, I mean, I, I won't ask you which one you're more excited about. Oh gosh. Cause that would be, that's, that's like, like what's your favorite, your favorite yeah. yeah. Uh, child or pet or something. It's, yeah. um, 
those definitely are like children though now that i'm <laughs> thinking right. about that um and it's pretty incredible uh they were both like coming up um at the same time when i uh, mm was building out that space yeah. and getting ready to move in. That was, um, at the same time as November project was, you know, forming, um, actually it was Q's community fitness. We were not officially a November project city yet. Yeah. Uh, it was very exciting when they brought us on board, um, because there are only what 52 cities and, uh, some major markets, you know, yeah. Hong Kong, London, Toronto, New York. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, L.A., Austin, Chicago. Yeah. You know, all over. And then uh, Syracuse is in the mix, which I mm. just think is so incredible. Is there another, like, smaller city like that that's in the mix? Smaller city? I mean, uh, I don't know numbers for cities, but yeah. um, there are definitely, you know, Worcester, Providence, okay. uh, Newport. Yeah. Um I mean, Rochester and Buffalo are a little bigger. Montreal, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, they're, they're spread out and there's a, there's a good yeah. mix. It's not, uh, necessarily about the size of the city, obviously, right. but the kind of community that you can create and, uh, mm -hmm. the kind of support that you're able to generate. And Syracuse is, uh, is definitely a supportive group and, uh, you know, yeah. they, they really came out, especially in the winter when we started. Yeah, so, right. um, people were really impressed with that, but, uh, the crew that, that comes is amazing. And that's good. my question is, when are you going to come out? Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, I wake up early, but, uh, but not, I don't know about that. Early. 615 yeah. isn't that early. <laughs> 615, you know, usually, uh, so the, er like this morning I woke up at five. Um, plenty of time to yeah, it is plenty of time make it over there to Thorndon Park <laughs> except I'm like all right I'm up at five I could send this email and prepare for this thing and you know I know yeah yeah I mean that's not an excuse I'm sorry well either. yeah it's habits right we have to <laughs> retrain because we get in these grooves I know, I know um you know social media email I mean those yeah. are a really big time sucks for me right, for and sure. for everyone yeah. and it's important stuff but uh you can just spiral down yeah. that hole and it's you know oh yeah popping up sometimes it's like you know an hour later yeah. two hours later and it's like wow what what happened right how yeah. much did i really accomplish yeah, exactly <laughs> oh my god i have to catch myself doing that you know like on social so much posting for people i will often like go to facebook and just start getting in that you know rabbit hole of video or post after exactly post. and i mean you're you're yeah. running uh Right. Quite a few accounts. Yeah. So I, I don't envy <laughs> yeah. you. I have no, enough yeah. with, uh, know. <laughs> you know, November project and the sand and, uh, yeah. my, my personal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> adventures. So, yeah. um, that's definitely tough. There's this time I, I reference it. I talk about it like, um, uh, when I first, uh, so I used to smoke cigarettes for years. Oh, I don't know that. I knew that. Yeah. I used to smoke a lot. I used to smoke like a pack a day almost. Oh my goodness. And I had my first cigarette when I was nine years old. Isn't that, I grew up in Kentucky, so it's kind of, <laughs> it makes sense. Hey, I was um, just there. Oh, we're, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I was in Louisville. Louisville yeah. 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 That's a cool town. Very cool. I grew up about an hour or so north of that and, oh. uh, just on the border of Cincinnati. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. My brother just and his wife just moved back there. So from New York City. Are they enjoying so, that? That's quite a, a change. Yeah, they were. So they both worked. They lived in Havistraw 
um, which is like, it's the other side of the river, but it's not considered the city. Okay. So it's still like a 45 minute train ride or hour and a half, you know, car gotcha. ride. And, um, Robert had to drive in for his job cause he had a work vehicle. So he had to drive in. And, um, so the commute was even worse, oh, gosh. but they have a daughter who's like one and a half and, they, uh, um, I almost said Rebecca, that's my fiance. Megan <laughs> is, uh, pregnant with her second wow. and it came to a point she, uh, so Megan's a partner in uh, like a big top three or soon to be partnered a top three accounting firm. Okay. And Robert works for the federal government and he has a decent, a pretty good job. Yeah. And, um, one of them would have had to have quit to stay home because daycare for two kids down there was like, oh yeah four thousand dollars or something ridiculous i mean know. i can imagine i yeah i certainly don't know but i can right. imagine <laughs> it was crazy wow. so they decided to move back there her family's there and yeah. you know we have extended family there and stuff like that so so are you yeah. gonna get a chance to go back soon yeah i mean hopefully um i'm fortunate so my last living grandparent my mammal my mom's mom is <laughs> oh, yes just 90 or about to be 90 that's she, a milestone. I know. And she's here right now in, in Syracuse. Um, she Mom went down and picked her up and drove her back. And so she's here because our wedding is next Friday. So it's a week from tomorrow. Wow. And um, so they're all, everybody's coming up, you know, for that. So. And are you ready? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, for the day itself, yes. Uh, I can't wait for it. You know, there's still like That's little great. things we have to do. Yeah, um, I'm sure there's a billion little things, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, I was just telling coworkers the other day, Rebecca and I met, uh, so actually our wedding day is our, uh, two year anniversary of our first date. Oh yeah. And Rebecca had sent me a picture of the engagement ring. She wanted like 29 days after our first date. It was like November 23rd because oh we were talking about it that early. You wow. Know? Yeah. yeah. So it was just like one of those, you know, it's like one of those people that were those couples who like it just everything yeah, clicks yeah exactly oh and, yeah. that is sweet yeah so i can't wait yeah it's gonna be exciting i'm so happy so, for you yeah thanks so yeah weddings next friday and family comes in wednesday starts coming in wednesday it's so. always a good time yeah yeah we're excited for it yeah yeah and now i'm like you know it's it's funny i've had all these events and things that have been leading up before it oh yeah and so i'm like it's we have one more thing on saturday veg fest we're gonna be at and then yeah i was yeah. reading about that in the daily orange yeah you read the daily orange uh i do occasionally i'd like okay. to read more yeah. uh just to stay on top of certain things mm-hmm. um and it's easy because the publication is a uh, you know, at a lot of the local yeah. businesses, including the ice cream stand now. <laughs> I was like, why don't we have this? So yeah. um, I do have some copies being delivered now, which is great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, do you have a favorite for like local journalism or anything like that? You know, I, I don't have a favorite. Mm. I read, I take in news and information. Yeah. Um, differently. And it depends on, you know, the time of year and the time of day. And, uh, mm-hmm. I really, I don't want to say try and protect myself, but I yeah. really monitor, yeah. uh, how and when and how much information, be- mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm taking in because there's really so much going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of exciting stuff, um, obviously that I miss and some, important things yeah. that I miss as well. But, um, 
I also have a lot of things that I need to focus on and yeah. it's tough to divert attention, mm-hmm. you know, when some, some of these things take up a lot of my bandwidth and, oh, yeah. you know, we already talked about how <laughs> <laughs> we can get lost. So, yeah. um, but I think it's, I think it's great. I think there are a lot of people doing, um, some interesting, yeah. interesting things across different media. So I enjoy trying to, you know, keep up with, yeah with everyone. Yeah. It is, you know, you like, uh, you know, today I was Googling and, you know, it's like finding different podcasts that are in the area that you'd never hear about or know about. Oh, I know. And this is a really cool, um, you know, adventure because I'm such a, you know, music person that Mm -hmm. when I'm in the car or at home, you know, it tends to be music and that's a habit that I've gotten into. But, um, now I'm trying to, find the podcast or reach for the podcast because yeah. I really enjoy learning and mm-hmm. I like the idea that I can really screen and pick, yeah. you know, what I'd like to hear about or like to know or explore more. Yeah. You have a lot more control obviously yeah. in that, but I think, um, there's just so much out there. It's so yeah. fascinating. Yeah. You know, and I travel now I try and download, um, a few things and, you know, listen on yeah. the, on the plane or in the car or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of everything that's out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, anything you could ever dream of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then some. And 30 of it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, if not more. Yeah, so it, it can be a little intense to uh, try and, you know, find something that's good, you know. Yeah, which is why I, I ask, you know, like I'd be curious to know what else you're listening to. Ooh, I listen to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast okay. a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, I used to listen to a lot of, like for podcasting, I used to listen to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk and I still mm-hmm. do a little bit. Sure. Um, but there does come a point where it's like, how much are you going to kind of consume before you start doing? So I've started to do some of like the things that, you know, I listen to. I don't know if you ever listened to, you know, Gary V or not. But... Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he's a bit intense for oh, me. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. He's way intense. Yeah. Um, but so there's a lot of that's like, honestly, this podcast, I mean, I started the podcast three years ago, but redoing it in January is just a result of listening to, you know, his advice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously the other 5 million people or more than that that listen to him all started a podcast, you know, around <laughs> the same time. So, um, you know, there's so many of them. Uh, but I get into Joe Rogan a lot. Cool. You know, oddly enough, I, I right now I'm kind of struggling with it just because. There's only so much of it I can take, but Howard Stern. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because, you know, like I kind of grew up in like, I I did grow up in a Christian home. And so, and, uh, I was, my parents were more laxed with me, but they still were pretty, uh, strict in a lot of things. Sure. And so when I was like 18 and bought my first car, it came with like Sirius radio or I was, I think it was 20 actually. And it came with satellite radio and it was like Howard Stern. And, you know, growing up, it was like, he's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) right and so when i first put it on and you know they're like cussing and all that kind of stuff i was like this is amazing and so i like all i listen yeah such a departure right yeah uh but he's such a good interviewer you know he's very talented at interviewing people especially nowadays more so than the earlier days oh interesting yeah where like nowadays he'll have a guest on and not be you know shocking and vulgar just for the sake of it sure um he'll actually get in pretty deep and ask some amazing questions um uh yeah so i really listen i really like that um and joe rogan just because there's somebody that has that many listeners that just hits record 
and they talk for like three hours yeah. about whatever. <laughs> and, you know, and that's, and then they just put it out unfiltered. I really think that's really interesting. Yeah. That's, that's definitely impressive and intriguing. Yeah. Um, I tried doing that like two years ago on my, or maybe actually longer than that. Uh, on my personal, it was like right when Facebook came out with a live feature and I was on a road trip and I just put my phone up on like the car mount and just went live and I was just driving. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't listen to the radio cause like I kept getting flagged for like copyright things on Facebook. Oh yeah. So it was like just silence, just me driving. (laughs) That was it. And I just thought it would be interesting. I was like, I wonder how long, you know, it's like Truman People, Show. Will, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't think so. I wouldn't think to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think it's, you know, wor- it's worth doing something different. It's hard to find something different nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth exploring um, on your own and figuring out what, you know, trying yeah. for yourself new right. things and, you know, it people might like it. They might not, um, yeah. it might resonate. It, it might not, yeah. but I think for, you know, the journey for yourself. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've always been drawn to like things that are purpose, not purposefully different. Um, I've always just been drawn to like the backbeat, you know, um, mm. uh, like, do you know who Charles Bukowski is the famous, like, uh, author writer? No, I don't think so. He's Maybe old. I know some of his works. He's super uh, depraved and disgusting in his writings. Yeah, be why you don't, don't know it. Know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I'm pretty sure he was the guy that he had like this stance. He said like uh, Mickey Mouse was like the like going to be the destruction of America or like something oh, weird. Geez. You know, it was just this really weird dude. Yeah, um, had all these like marks all over his face, but. He was a writer and uh, somewhat of a famous one in like the 70s and 80s, I think, maybe the 70s. Um, really interesting. He got started as a writer. He's a, a, a postal worker. And he would always write all these like articles and short stories and submit them to magazines. And one day his friend said, I will pay you $1 if you quit your job and just start writing. And it was just that one paid job that he needed to get him to quit his job and even though it was only a dollar yeah wow to start writing and he put out like his first book i think it was like a month later and oh my gosh yeah so um you know it goes like giving somebody artistically just permission almost yeah yeah you know like an opportunity yeah exactly yeah sometimes that's all we need yeah it really is you know um i had somebody early in like earlier in my adult life who did that they just facilitated me being able to do something. I think it's so interesting, you know, because we all have people like that, you know, parents, friends, family, a teacher, a coach, um, a random stranger, Mm -hmm. you know, but there are moments throughout our life where we really needed permission. Mm -hmm. Um, and somehow along the way, like someone gave it to us, um, in, in whatever capacity, but it's really powerful. Yeah. And, um, I don't know about you, but I've been big on giving myself permission Mm -hmm. lately. Yeah. Um, to, you know, be okay with where I'm at to, um, stumble. Although I've, I've always been okay with, uh, 
with failure or I know that's part of the process, I guess. Um, especially being in sports, you know, you definitely fail and fall on your face. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, you know, just, um, giving myself permission and allowing myself to, you know, be okay with where I'm at or, you know, be at peace with this or to be angry or to be, um, sad or, you know, yeah like incredibly happy and mm-hmm. everything. And then being mindful of being that person for um, others because, yeah. you know, you, you start to sense when people need that mm-hmm. and to be able to step into that and be that um, person and kind of offer that to someone is, is pretty cool. Oh yeah. And to see that unfold and then how they, you know, how they absorb that and what they do with it. Yeah. I, I really do, I don't do a good job at it because I'm still really self-centered, um, <laughs> but I, when I, if I can, you know, I have somebody who works for me and I try to, in the beginning, I tried to say like, what do you want to get out of this? You know, like what's the ultimate, like, what do you, what's your, uh, she's an event planner for Eat Local. And so it's like, and this sounds really stupid saying it, but like, what's the ultimate event you want to plan you know yeah, no that's a great question i mean yeah so i hope that like you know she can make some money and you know learn and do something right right yeah you know and it's balancing that i mean as a as a business owner that's something you know I'm, you're always learning to to do because it is important and i'm yeah. just the type of person i am I, you know like you i want to make sure that they're getting something out of it mm-hmm. um but you definitely have to make sure to look out for yourself too and yeah. have clarity on what your needs are and what your wants are and the, the goals you need to meet. Mm-hmm. And then asking that question yeah. of the other person and, and seeing if it aligns, but, but not compromising, mm-hmm. you know, what you need and want um, yeah. to make it fit. Yeah. I've like, I'm, I'm kind of, especially recently with my own job, I'm like realizing things need time. Mm-hmm. They really do. Right. You know, it's, it's really challenging to get into something and know within, I mean, I guess it depends on what it is, but it's really difficult to get in and know within a few months, uh, if it's going to work, what you're going to get out of it, what you should expect out of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel like the more you spend time in something, you kind of, you get more clarity, but you also get more grace for it and kind of the people that are in it. Oh yeah. I mean, know? and, and it is tough cause there are always so many variables, yeah. you know, and very few of which often we can control. Yeah. So, um, really enjoying the journey and mm. like you said, maintaining that clarity yeah. on, um, what you want and what you need, yeah. um, and always learning. Cause that, that's the big thing for me is, um, I've really learned to take those roadblocks and like those stumbles or straight up failures and have this uh, observer mm-hmm. role where I can step back and see, you know, or think about what, what did I get out of this? What did I learn? Yeah. You know, so this doesn't happen again. Right. Or so maybe next time, you know, to a lesser extent, like how mm-hmm. can I just be better? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you balance that with, uh, with like the ice cream stand? So, I mean, there are some things that are like you like variables that are just out of your control, you know, um, weather, especially for (laughs) like a business like yours. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, I think part of that is just my general outlook and Mm -hmm. disposition, but, uh, what is really comforting is just knowing that, uh, you know, when it rains here in Syracuse, it's not just me that's being affected, you know, it's, 
it's often every business. It's certainly any other ice cream business. We're, yeah. we're all in it together. And, um, but you're one of the few that are open like <laughs> in the winter, which, yeah, which I hope, you know, works in our favor. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, last year was the first year we were open through the end of December and mm-hmm. people were really supportive and appreciative, mm-hmm. um, of what we were doing and just, you know, that, that we were open. It was really, um, incredible to hear and mm-hmm. see these, these people coming in and just, mm-hmm. like I said, showing gratitude for what we're doing. Cause they know it's not easy. They know it's slow. Yeah. You know, they might come in and yeah. they might be the only one in there at the moment, but you know, they're like, Hey, thanks so yeah. much for being here. That's cool. Uh, yeah. They might've just been at the rink or yeah. walking around and maybe they just needed to warm up for five minutes. So they came <laughs> in for coffee or, you know, a half fudge Sunday or something. But, yeah. um, that's really cool to see. Cause you know, you feel like you're a part of building something and creating this culture and this, mm. you know, shift because I think, uh, that's really important. And that's what a lot of people are invested in yeah. um, here in Syracuse. So without giving like a whole heck of a lot away, but, um, how do you, how does it work with your business and the like employee retention? Do you have like a high turnover or don't have a high turnover? I am so grateful for the team I have. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I really kind of inherited my first crew and they stayed, uh, for three, you know, for three years. Mm -hmm. And I am well aware of that. Uh, probably (laughs) none of these, um, team members are going to stay, you know, and, and be in ice cream. That's, that's not necessarily their dream. Yeah. They do have a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, it's, it's fun to see all of the, um, other things that they're pursuing. Yeah. And, um, but I, I just try and create an environment that keeps them happy. Um, cause that will then keep, you know, the, the community we're serving happy, but, yeah. Uh, I have been really lucky in that they do stay um, year over year. Um, I have been thinking a lot about next year because, you know, it's like sports Mm -hmm. and your team every so often you've got like a rebuilding year. And uh, (laughs) I think next year is going to be a rebuilding year. So I'm already, (laughs) you know, talking. We've already put out interview feelers and had people you know, um, drop resumes and, you know, have conversations with us. Cause we always mm. have a lot of people that want to work there, which I think is, is great. Yeah. Uh, I mean it on the outside, you know, it looks like a fun place yeah, or sure. I, I yeah. think, um, and it's ice cream. So I yeah. think it's pretty playful and, uh, easy, mm-hmm. you know, for some, for some people, but, uh, it's, it's not that simple. Yeah. You know, you, you know, um, and food is tough. Yeah. So, um, I, I try and keep balance. You're, I'm always trying to maintain this balance in life, right. (laughs) Uh, with, um, you know, making sure the team understands that this is how, you know, I earn a living and this is how I support myself and, and others. Yeah. And, uh, that there are very real, you know, consequences, especially Mm. with food Um, but at the same time, you know, it's just ice cream. (laughs) So let's not be too serious. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. Uh, and what I think I've created and am creating is this, uh, environment where these younger people can kind of learn and grow and 
maybe develop some professional skills, professionalism mm. in, um, in a local, you know, independent business where they mm. can see how their connections really impact the community. Yeah. Um, and it gives them, you know, time and space to grow and learn these mm. meaningful things in an environment that's maybe less daunting than, you know, some other professional yeah. opportunities yeah. <laughs> or other summer jobs, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure it's unique because you're an ice cream shop that's downtown. So, you know, it's not like it's in the corner of a suburb or anything like that. Yeah. You know? um, and what's really cool is, again, the team gets to see uh, people from all over you know, the, the world coming in and we're very fortunate to have, um, a loyal following from, um, the colleges and universities, particularly SU. Uh, and so again, you have students from all over and it's cool to interact with people who are, you know, um, here, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for school or passing through for business or they're working on a project here and, um, they get to, you know, see, see the conversations and, um, the impact that they have. Yeah. You know, was it ever, uh, like, I mean, you come from a marketing background. I do. Right. Yeah. Did you Google that? I Googled that. <laughs> Actually, I knew that before that. Yeah. Yeah. I forget, yeah we've we, talked about that. Yeah. I forget where I first learned that. If you told me or somebody else did, but yeah, we probably connected in one of our yeah. many conversations cause you've always been supportive and yeah you know, wonderful. So not as supportive. I've been thinking about it actually for the last month. I'm like, I haven't been down there in quite some time, Yeah, yeah. you know, um, which is, you know, Rebecca loves, like if, if I called Rebecca right now and said, we're going to get ice cream, you know, do you want to She'd be, she'd be like, yes, you know, no matter what. Well, uh, anytime Wednesday through Sunday, we, yeah. we just close Monday, Tuesday. So don't yeah. venture down there yeah, on I those won't. days. But <laughs> yeah. Whenever you're ready, you know where to find me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, you come from a marketing background. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think it's, uh, has it been easier for you like marketing the business from, because of that? I, I would say yes and no, <laughs> because, uh, I get caught up, you know, wanting it to be done a certain way. And sometimes, you know, when you're wearing so many hats and you have, you know, little, resources. Yeah. Um, you know, I worked for Madison Square Garden for a while. So yeah. you know, I I had a few more resources there. Yeah, <laughs> at right. Times. Yeah. So you have to get creative. So I think yes, it's very easy um to create and it was really fun and mm-hmm. satisfying to do that, you know, for myself, for the business and and build this uh, brand, you know, from nothing. It, it was kind of yeah. interesting how it just, it just clicked and things mm. fell into place. And I, I had this vision and it's really incredible to see, you know, that, that come to life. And certainly, you know, that takes, it always takes a village. Yeah. Um, so it, I think mm. back, I was thinking today actually, you know, of the people, um, that have helped, you know, along the way and mm. the timing of things like today made me think of, uh, when I was asking for help about the logo and we were, were picking one and it was down between these two colors and, <laughs> you know, one of my, my best friends, Lindsay was like, go with the blue. It was just very decisive. And I liked the blue, but I was, I was looking at another color too. And I was like, all right, blue it is. And, you know, and, and that's it, that, that blue ice cream cone, yeah, uh, which I just love. It's, it's just a little different, <laughs> but it's still, you know, this iconic, very classic, simple yeah. design, but, uh, fun and playful and I think, you know, represents yeah. who we are and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to do this real quick. Open up a 
for more time than that. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is amazing how like little things like that affect an overall feel of a business. Yeah, yeah. Um, and trying to match it. And then, you know, we're, we're still so young. Sometimes I feel like, gosh, I've been doing this for an eternity. <laughs> and then, you know, other times I want to claim, uh, you know, that I'm still a, still a newbie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm somewhere in between, I suppose. Yeah. But um, it's mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, the, the business, which is constantly evolving to match some of these things that, you know, you create on day one. Yeah. And that's fun too, though, yeah. making it all work and making the adjustments and again, giving yourself permission mm-hmm. to, to leave, um, some things behind or to, you know, keep, keep other things or go in a new direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I was thinking about that today as I was, I've been thinking a lot, you know, this whole thing with empire that's going on and, um, uh, you know, the landlord and all that kind of stuff. Uh, which I'm really excited about. I messaged Joe Driscoll uh, today. Just uh, I was like, you know, who do I talk to in politics about this? You know, <laughs> like who, like, is everybody aware that this is happening right now? Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, and as I was talking to David and Libby just before this, I was telling them that, and then Joe messaged me, and he was like, yeah, let's get together. Yeah, um, he's so great. I know he is. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Like, I remember that um, I did that dinner with the candidates thing back when the mayoral race was going on. And, yeah. and I, like, sh- was shocked that I could get in contact with as many people as I could. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, it's local politics, but still, I was, like, surprised. Right. Well, you know? I think people, you know, want to be accessible, too. They want to be helpful, and they, they certainly yeah. want their voices heard. So yeah. it's it's advantageous for, for both. Right, yeah. <laughs> or for all, I should say. Yeah, I think that's one thing I'm learning a lot is like people do just want to plat like not for selfish reasons, but, you know, just to kind of like they just want to be heard, you know. Right. Yeah. I think people everyone wants to be heard and under understood. Yeah. It's very important. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm constantly yeah. saying that you know, the, with various relationships, you know, yeah. in life. And that's <laughs> the truth. People want to be heard and they want to be understood. So yeah. acknowledging that, you know, whether that's a customer who's upset because, uh, mm. you know, it was the wrong order or, you know, God forbid we're out of something. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> just, you know, being able to listen and just be there because that's really what they want. They just want to be acknowledged and, and yeah. heard. And yeah. Yeah. Do you ever struggle? Uh, so my view of you is a pretty balanced person. Oh, I right? think you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Hopefully that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say you're right. <laughs> Do you ever struggle with that once? Like you just have like a, and I don't know how many you get. I can't imagine you get many because it's ice cream. But, <laughs> um, you know, and who's angry around ice cream? Right. But uh, have you ever had that where it's just been like, you're <sighs> blowing up over ice cream? <laughs> Well, there are de- definitely uh, some intense moments, and and sometimes <laughs> people are not kind. Yeah. But I try not to take any of that personally. You can't because it's it's really not about me yeah. or you or 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 anyone. There is clearly something going on. Yeah. And so to be able to separate that is really important. It was much harder when I first started because. Mm you know, you put your heart and soul into this and you see so much of yourself and I still see and feel so much of myself in the business. But, Mm. uh, I 
am able to separate and, and detach, uh, from that. And I, I grew up in service, I guess you could say, and around food. So I was always seeing, Hmm. you know, this piece and how to navigate, um, and deal with customers and manage these situations, you know, just people are so interesting. And, um, I really just try to, um, keep, keep a healthy distance, I guess, (laughs) you know, listen to what they're saying, but try not to absorb, you know, cause there's, there's some nugget in there. There's some truth. Um, there's always valuable information, uh, hmm. you know, very, very rarely can you just write anything off. Like yeah. I said, there's, there's always something hmm. worthwhile to learn or to pick up or to acknowledge. And yeah, it's, hmm. it's tough. Um, it's not as tough yeah. anymore. And I think part of that large reason is because I do feel more comfortable and confident in what we're doing. And, hmm. you know, I stand pretty firmly, um, in my integrity and, you know, I, I have a lot of clarity on my purpose and, and what I want to be doing. And as long as those things align, um, you know, I can, I can kind of withstand almost anything, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Was there any advice you'd give for somebody that's going to open up a food related business and I mean, maybe in general, but specifically in our area? Yeah, well, I mean, the first bit of advice I would say is, you know, having your own business is definitely not for everyone. And anyone who has ever asked, this is the first thing I share (laughs) because it's really glamorized and uh, glorified. And uh, the reality is that everyone can't do it. Yeah. Um, And everyone doesn't have to want to do it. Because it, it's it's tough, yeah. um, but it's really rewarding. Obviously, I I would say make sure you love it. I mean, mm-hmm. people are always commenting about how I'm smiling. You know, even with a line out the door sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really have a ball. I don't think there's anyone yeah. having more fun than me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, I would say make sure you love it, and just make sure you're really clear. You know, yeah. and that's that's really anything, anything you do clear in your relationships, in your, um, your, you know, your life, your purpose, your activities, as, as long as you're clear on what you're doing, then, Hmm. you know, you can be pretty unshakable. Yeah. Yeah. You do have to be solid. I mean, uh, you know, I'm really fortunate because, and, um, I'm very fortunate because the product that we sell or whatever I do, uh, is really low risk. And so, you know, I'm I'm pretty protected for all that kind of stuff, but I do have to like catch myself giving it too much attention or even like space, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm really learning that, uh, especially over the last few months with, um, uh, my relationship with Rebecca is that at the end of the day, none of this really means anything, you know? Yeah. I mean those are the things that, that matter and, right. And keeping that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That, that check, uh, right. back, yeah. you know, Hey, this is, this is where it's at. This is, um, yeah. this is what matters. Yeah. Yeah. I just did this, uh, thing yesterday or, or the day before, I think, um, 
I've been really caught up in like social media and like engagement on each platform and all that kind of yeah, all stuff. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I did this thing where I posted every hour for 15 hours on Eat Local. So every hour is a new post. <laughs> Just wanted to see what would happen. I mean, I scheduled yeah. it all out so I didn't have to right. be there. But I wanted to see what would happen. And ultimately, I've decided that's probably what's best for Instagram. Oh, yeah. Actually, for all the platforms, is to post every hour. If you can come up with new content uh, and not recycle it, that's probably what should be done right now. Wow. Um, which sucks. Uh, it really and I'm sucks. like, that's so intense. I know. It's really intense. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, so that's just probably what's going to uh, So do you, what day, I mean, how do you find the time? Do you schedule all of that on one day or you kind of break it up during the week? Yeah. If I'm, if I'm doing my job well, then on Sundays I sit down and, um, you know, because I've got six, six or seven clients now plus myself. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm doing my job well, then on Sunday I've got everything ready to go and I use buffer. I pay like a hundred bucks a month, but I can get, I think up to 16 or 20 different platforms, individual accounts across Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I can just schedule them all out to come out at a specific time and I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, and on Facebook, I have to do that by itself because I boost each post, Mm. uh, for my clients for five bucks. So I can only do that through Facebook. Um, but if I'm doing it well, I have it all scheduled on Sunday and then I can just forget about it and just respond to comments. Yeah, that's, um, well, and that's what I love doing, responding and having these conversations, but that's what I'm working on is a little bit more consistency, you know, in the content calendar and, and automating some of these things. It's tough because, you know, I, you're in it and I like to be in the, in the moment or something will come up yeah. and I will think we, this is a great post. Like we should get this out, yeah. out now. Um, or we have this coming up, but right. trying to build in some consistency. So maybe the community, um, also has an expectation and mm-hmm. is excited and knows what to watch for. Yeah. And then, you know, it's easier on our end to create that content and, uh, you know, make sure that we have everything ready to go as well. Cause it's so important. And, and that's a piece of the business, um, that I really enjoy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it is very time consuming and it's one of those things that you also have to balance and figure out, yeah. you know, cause you could do that. You could do that all day, yeah. hours and hours, or, you yeah. know, um, we, <laughs> I've been working with Michael Scrow. I yeah, don't right. know if yeah. you knew that, but we always talk about like the Pinto version and the Cadillac, the Cadillac. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, you really want to put out the Cadillac, but you only have time or capacity for like yeah. the Pinto version. Right. Yeah, and sure. it's, it's more important at the end of the day to, to get something out, get yeah. the message out. Um, whether it's delivered as eloquently as, you know, I would want, yeah. um, you know, right. maybe, maybe, maybe not, but uh, you know, the information, new product, um, yeah. uh, an event, you know, whatever it is, it's important to, to just share that. So that's yeah. what I'm working on yeah. <laughs> now. I love it because I don't love it. I, I think one of the worst thing that, things that's happened to uh, culture and society is social media. Mm. I just think, I mean, it's, uh, let, me, let me take that back. One of the worst things that's happened is small businesses or businesses of any sort being allowed on social media. <laughs> Because it has completely reshaped everything about us. I mean, 
every like I'd say 80% of what you see on social today is in some way related to getting you to buy something. Even content that isn't pushing anything. Right, indirectly geared I mean, towards yeah. that. Yeah, well. I mean, and This podcast is one of those things, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate to say that. Like, I, I, if I could, I would sit here for eight hours a day and just have people come in that I want to talk to, you know, and just sit down and have a conversation with them just like this. You know, yeah. just people I find interesting. I want to learn more about them, introduce people, whatever. I would do that. But there is like an underlying thing of I hope that more people listen to this podcast. Sure. And hear Eat Local CNY and go buy a card or go, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, right? that's okay. I mean. It that's... is, but it's so overtaken by it now. <laughs> I mean, everything is that. It's yeah. hard to find. It's hard to really distinguish real things nowadays, you know, from what's just kind of being marketed to us. Right. You, you have to... Um take a closer look and right. really be honest with yourself yeah. and, uh, you know, and the content that you're in yeah. front of faced with. And like you said earlier, kind of protecting yourself from, yeah, things. like yeah. I am very selective, um, about, cause I have several accounts myself yeah. and, uh, I remember the day I tried to add another one and Instagram came back with, you already have the maximum number of <laughs> accounts allowed. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't know. I didn't know that. I sadly got around that by buying two phones. <laughs> See? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Talk about being selective. I mean, <laughs> you know, if I, if I wasn't, I would have a thousand alerts. Yeah. You know, there are people um, and, and things that I follow um, and I try and, and group them, right? Yeah. These are November Project accounts. Mm. These are Amanda Hughes accounts. Yeah. These are the Ice Cream Stand yeah. accounts. Um, That's good. So I have some, you know, uh, control over what I'm interacting. Because if I'm yeah. going on my personal, you know, there are, th I try and keep that very minimal. Yeah. The business, obviously, I think it's really important to be involved, um, and out there mm -hmm. more in the community. Yeah. Uh, and so I try and connect with a lot more, um, people and, and I know that I can connect with these, these people over, you know, yeah. different platforms, but that's my first kind of line of defense. So I'm not um, bombarded or, or drained. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I can use it as kind of like a filter to a little bit uh, or, you know, like that barrier from certain people, you know, somebody, you know, sends me a DM, Hey, I, you know, I want to get together and talk about some X and I now have the ability to go look at all their profiles and find out if they're crazy or not, you know? So <laughs> That helps. That's certainly convenient for you. <laughs> That's very convenient for me. I've avoided a lot of potentially bad meetings, you know, with like oh, business yeah. people by doing that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, that's that's definitely more balanced to figuring out how to, you know, do what you need to do um, and connect with these people, which is so important. You're mm -hmm. obviously a, a big connector and a, mm -hmm. and a hub in the community, so you know, you have people reaching out and. Yeah wanting help or advice or to be connected to someone else in your network. Yeah. And it's figuring out how to do that, right. how to best do that. Yeah. I love giving advice and stuff like that. If somebody asks me like, um, uh, I don't think, you know, Hannah was gone already, but there is somebody who's like, um, 
wanting to write an article about me through Eat Local for some project they're pitching up at SU. I love that. Yeah. You want you want me to talk? Great. Come sit down in front of me and let's talk. Yeah, that's uh, fun. so that so advice and stuff I love giving. It's the what I've learned now has happened is like people that are trying to sell something to restaurants want to connect with me. And, you know, and I'm like, so those are the ones that I've really had to oh, yeah. protect. That against. would be tough. Because there was a time, there was like a two month stint where it was like four meetings a week with these people who I was like, oh, this is cool. People want to connect with me. And then I was like, oh, no, they're just trying to get like me to like Realizing. introduce them. Yeah. You know. Well, I know your your clients appreciate that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also made me a terrible salesperson because I know how restaurant owners now think of salespeople that <laughs> stop it randomly. So I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't so, worry. Yeah. So has it been four years, three years or four years? Uh, four. Four years. Going, going, uh, yeah. Yeah. So in that time, do you have a decision that you would say has been uh, like one of the better or best decisions that you've made for the business? Wow. Um, I, I always think, uh, small, I guess. Uh, and I just think of all the little decisions and the Mm. smaller choices that I made day in and day out Mm. that have led, you know, to this, um, big decisions. I mean, I certainly think being downtown, uh, that was, that might've been the best decision Okay, cool. Yeah. to, to come downtown with the business. Yeah. Um, that is, you know, my community, the, yeah. those are my people. That's the, cool. the scene I love. And, uh, and that's been really incredible and allowed me to, hmm. to grow the business in a, in a different way because yeah. of all the connections and opportunities that, cool. you know, we're also brewing downtown. Yeah. Literally and yeah, figuratively, right, yeah. I said that and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really, um, you know, I love everything that's changed in downtown over the last three, four years and the quality of, especially in our industry that's come in, you know, it's incredible. The talent is, I mean, you're right, right around the corner from a lot of them, but especially from like Defi, who's. Uh, one of the best, you know, and amazing. Yeah. Those guys are great. They're, they're really fun neighbors, true neighbors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're always walking by around the corner waving. Yeah. And, That's awesome. Um, it's, it's tough because I, you know, being in food, you're, you're always working. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I would love to go and sit at some of these places yeah. <laughs> and, uh, maybe Monday and Tuesday I'll find some <laughs> some yeah. places to go yeah. now that we're closed. But uh, that's the toughest part is you oh, can't yeah. always participate. Um, so it's a big deal when I get to go out and uh, mm-hmm. I love exploring. And, yeah, there are so many yeah. new things um, popping up. And, yeah. and it's great. I mean, it just makes... I mean, density, density, right. more opportunity. I'm always like, everything we have is great, but more, more, yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. I'm really intrigued what's going to happen with the uh, Empire building, you know, whole thing and the kind of how it's going to affect the downtown. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know, I don't know too many details about yeah. that, but I know for a while, I mean, the, that was some of the uh, shifts, you know, that were happening yeah. and... Uh, 
buying people buying up these buildings um and you know it does really have significant impact and really change the landscape so uh i know i feel bad because uh you know the there was the shop eureka that was down there Mm -hmm. in armory and you know they went out of business a year or two ago and you know all of that time i've been thinking to myself well that business maybe that business can't work downtown like you have to sell too much margin you know whatever it is you know they made a bad decision by going down there but now understanding the reality of it that there is someone who bought that building and hiked up rent like crazy um it makes more sense you know yeah i mean um, the, yeah that's a really you know difficult really horrible circumstances yeah. um because it, it just doesn't serve the the yeah. needs of the community. Yeah. You know, as far as vibrant opportunities and and different spaces, unique spaces. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to, hopefully, Joe about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, equally with that, uh, small decisions, help, you know, kind of led up to, like, the big one or going downtown. But uh, is there a decision that stands out as, like... Uh, worst or <laughs> most like laughable oh, or gosh. anything like that uh i was telling i asked david and libby this question and my, yeah, well, like uh i think the, their best was find it was a designer or their best was starting the business oh yeah and then it was like finding a designer to do their logo instead of them doing it themselves, themselves yeah. yeah and mine was probably was equally that i showed them actually you know uh, last year's card, which looked like, you know, a two year old made it oh. versus this year's card that I had Michelle McGrady do it and hand painted each one of these, you know? Nice. Yeah. So there is, well done. yeah, yeah, I know she did a great job with Jeez, it. Jeez, I know I can see. Um, but I'd say there's been a lot of bad ones for me, but one of them was I made door stickers for each restaurant that participates. And, um, uh, it was a clear sticker with a blue lettering, like, Kind of so like no one is ever going to see that see sticker, <laughs> you know, when they walk in. Gosh, um, I know. Yeah, um, it's so funny because it's like you try and learn from, and then you try and like forget all those yeah. terrible decisions. <laughs> they are definitely yeah. been uh, been bad yeah. bad decisions and and poor choices. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. It's, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. friends will remind me of those when <laughs> when I leave. Like, oh, I got a few for you. Remember yeah, when that's funny. Yeah. I heard you <laughs> complaining about this? Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I I you know I asking that question though I immediately like just thought of this. I had my boss one day. Um, uh, we've done a few. One of the best parts about working at Kubal is uh, HQ. We are. Our day starts at eight thirty, and from eight thirty to nine, we make a like a Chemex. And at one point, it was we would share like a quote. Each person would take a different day, love that. Share a quote, and then we'd all toss it around. Um, and then it kind of stopped, and we were just kind of hanging out, uh, which was better. And then now it's kind of like each day of the week, a different person takes like what they did last week, what they hope to do this week, you know, prof- like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, one day. Um, I was asked over the last year, um, like what are some of the good things that happened to you that you can remember? And immediately all these things started popping up. It was, you know, like I met Rebecca, I got engaged, you know, all these, you know, things like that. Yeah. And then they asked me, um, 
okay, equally in the last year, what are the bad things that happened? And I could, for the life of me, could not think of one thing. Oh, wow. Now, I'd also like consider myself to be, um, is it a pessimist? Like, I don't think I'm a, I'm not a very positive person on a daily (laughs) basis. You know, I am to like the sense of like kind of a like fake optimist, you know, like (laughs) buy this card. It's great. You know, come listen to the podcast, (laughs) go to this, you know, stuff like that. Real optimism. Right. Real important optimism. (laughs) Um, but I'm also constantly thinking about like the 50 things on the to-do list or, um, I need to somehow manage my time because I need to, I want to get these podcasts in, but I also want to go do this and I have to go meet with that, whatever it is. And while those things on a daily basis, I would say consume most of my attention a year ago, if I was looking back, I couldn't think of, I couldn't remember one of them. I mm. can't remember one thing that I would consider was a bad thing that happened. Yeah. And, and I think that's a perspective too. Like, yeah you know, which you can shift, um, you know, for yourself individually Mm -hmm. because, you know, and then along with that, it's like, is this happening to me or for me is another, you know, mindset. Yeah. And I would agree. Like there, there have definitely been bad things, uh, personally and professionally, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a reason and there was always something to learn Mm -hmm. and, you know, take that and move forward. And so with that in mind, Mm -hmm. yeah, it tends to stay pretty, pretty positive. Um, I'd rather not dwell in, in too much negativity, but I, I think it's important to honor and be realistic to people. I I am very happy. I'm usually (laughs) smiling. I'm very optimistic and, uh, and upbeat and, and, balanced dare I say as you might think I might appear balanced uh but you know I I allow myself to you know be upset and be hurt and Hmm. and I think you know trying to skirt those emotions or um block you know those feelings doesn't do anyone any good it it you really need to acknowledge them and honor them and give them their due yeah I guess and then you know, uh, let it pass yeah. and, and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially in, uh, a restaurant industry where there's a lot of potential for stuff to pop up. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. cause every, anything with people and the public and, uh, mm. you know, food. Yeah. Cause you never know what you're, what you're going to get. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny cause I toy with these ideas of how to kind of create these little experiments or to, um, not trick people into, <laughs> but, you know, just having this playful notion, you know, and setting up lines like yeah. happy people only, or, <laughs> you know, I'm in a bad, bad mood and see who goes in into what line and whether they acknowledge yeah. that. I mean, these are the things, you know, when it's rainy at the stand, this is what I'm thinking about <laughs> and I'm writing down in my notebook. Like this would be hilarious. Yeah. You know, how can I make this happen? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you can't, I mean, anything, you can't just let it sit, um, yeah. and stew for too long because it, do, it doesn't do anyone any good. Right. Yeah. There's a lot more to conquer, a lot more to do, <laughs> a lot more to <laughs> yeah. see and all that. So, yeah. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to oh come my down. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This was so great. I'm yeah. a big advocate for, for using your voice and yeah. it's always cool to have, um, mm. a platform like this to just, 
uh, talk and, yeah. you know, listen and to, of course, be heard like we were talking about earlier. So thank you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you're going to be heard by eight people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, anytime. Well, there it is, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Amanda Hughes. Uh, do me a huge favor. Go down to the ice cream stand and buy some ice cream. Show her some support. And head over to eatlocalcny.com. Get your Eat Local CNY card. It is a discount card. It gives you $5 off a purchase of $25 or more, and it works at over 110 locally owned restaurants. You can buy your card for $20 at eatlocalcny.com. And do me a huge favor, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, let me know what you think of the Local CNY podcast. Well, that's it. I'm going to catch you at the next episode. <laughs>